Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. Mildred Fassbender, and I'm just out on a walk. This is such a glorious time of year to be out on a walk, and I'm going to visit my favorite person, Steve Olivas, and he's such a good boy. He takes care of me. He does things around the house, and all for no cost, I think he'll go to heaven someday. <laughs> and... I also, I don't understand why he hangs out with that James boy, the Breakwell boy, James Breakwell. He's going to go to juvie someday, I'm fairly certain. So I've got gifts because I'm bringing one for Steve. I'll have to bring one for James, too. But I'll, I'll bring James a shiny quarter. He'll need it for a down payment on bail at some point, I'm sure. And for Steve, I've got the shiny Guam quarter of fate that he likes so much, and that show of his that wrong and wronger and he's there with james and you and everybody is hanging out james how are you doing tonight i am so much better now that, that impression is over like i never thought i'd get to the point where there was something worse than your regular voice but there is and it's every single other <laughs> voice you do I can tell when you're overwhelmed with emotion when I send you those pictures ahead of time and you don't even respond. And I'm thinking you are probably fanning yourself because you're getting the vapors. I, I didn't. I, I, do you prefer like short and brusque snark or do you prefer nothing? Because whichever you, you hate the most is what I want to keep doing. Oh, if it's from you, rest assured I'll hate it one way or the other. <laughs> well, all of you, speaking of seething with hatred, you have landed on a show that you're probably going to regret. But this is Wrong and Wronger, where we argue about things that matter nothing to nobody. And James, we got a hot one on store tonight. What do we got on tap tonight? In the store tonight. I'm messing up my prepositional phrases. What do we got? We are doing which is better, red wine or white wine? So we are going to continue the theme of just stark alcoholism that yes. we started last week with day versus night drinking. Which, by the way, how did that debate end, Steve? Uh, we, there was some kind of malfunction with Twitter, <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure. There were like, uh, I, I just got gibberish through, I'm, like weird like Klingon characters what, and then some numbers. And what, what, I don't know that we can interpret. What you're trying to say is you suffered a crushing defeat and are still in denial, because day drinking is so much better than night drinking. I love it when I get on the right side of the argument, which is usually just whichever side of the argument I have. So my, I've, got like, I've got like a three or four lifetime debate lead at this point. Like you are getting buried in the dust you should probably just retire and, and accept the fact that you're just a second tier debater to me that's all there is to it yeah you're on a bit of a run here <laughs> but i i can't help but imagine there's some like corporate espionage going on possibly the russians getting involved or the chinese <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but all I know is that it's impossible to determine what the results actually meant last week. Yeah, one number being bigger than the other number. What? What is that? Come on. I, yeah, you can go so many different ways. <laughs> you know what they say. You can interpret statistics any way you want, and I agree with that. So I'm going to interpret them as I won. Okay, that's an interesting choice and the opposite of reality, but good for you. You continue <laughs> leaving in your, in your make-believe world. 
James, you know the stat that makes me nuts every week? Oh! Did we get a down vote? We got two of them this past week. And we had hardly any views, too, so proportionally, that was a huge number. (laughs) (laughs) Two people gave us a thumbs down, James. Two people with my Kitty McHotness impression at the beginning of that I mean, one how do you give that a thumbs down? that alone should have had like a thousand thumbs downs maybe they were an alcoholics anonymous or something and we touched a nerve <laughs> you never know let's let us assume with compassion okay <sighs> two thumbs downs and i'm haunted by these kinds of statistics james i don't care about the poll i'm haunted by these kinds of things by the way speaking of polls and our interns the intern who shall remain nameless such that she doesn't get found by the witness protection people but uh, did you see the photograph that she sent i don't think so what was the photograph It may not have gone to both of us. She sent me a photograph. I will have to send it to you, and maybe we'll put it up on Twitter and Facebook. But it was from that episode where your daughter came strolling down the steps buck-ass naked, and you and I both covered our faces and just hung our heads, and somehow she took a still shot of that from the video. And uh, it kind of encapsulates our life and our relationship. Yeah, if I didn't have to see you or my kids, my life would be pretty much perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, James, you can only dream. Well, I think we, uh, I think we've covered all the topics that I wanted to because we're recording this on Sunday night and not Monday. So I am waiting with bated breath. I don't know what that means, but for your email blast to come out tomorrow. So I have nothing even to comment on with regard to your crazy life. You don't, but I do have a compliment for you. I'd like to compliment you for being so busy that it's co- constantly an inconvenience to me. You have all of these <laughs> engagements. People keep hiring you to speak. I have no idea why clearly they haven't met you before this can't possibly be repeat business but you are the remarkably the busier of the two of us and you constantly Mm. dictate when we can record so i would like to compliment you for just being as inconvenient as possible at all times (laughs) yes tomorrow i have to go i have to leave here at four in the morning to get to the airport and fly to fargo north dakota And I'm not sure I'm the busier of the two of us. I'm pretty close. You're probably still busier. Your busyness just happens to be at your house. I I do like to not leave my house. That is my number one goal in life. Have you seen uh, Fargo, either the movie or the TV show, which ran for three seasons? I have not seen the TV show. have seen the movie probably a dozen times. I loved it. Okay, so if you encounter a wood chipper, just go for it, Steve. Okay, (laughs) you won't be missed. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be in... Fargo, and then I'm going to be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which I hear is lovely this time of year, and then in Omaha, Nebraska. Then I fly to Chicago and drive to Milwaukee, and I got a hockey thing. So I'm going to be gone for seven days. I feel like I'm on a cruise to a destination that everyone makes fun of. What what destination will that be, Steve? Who are you going to offend? Well, I'm t- t- North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, <laughs> Chicago, and then Wisconsin. And that's before I fly back you know, to Nashville. We are going to get a third down vote this week from our one listener in North Dakota. <laughs> I'm not sure they have working electricity there. Do they have, like, smartphones in North Dakota? Well, whatever they have, they don't have standards because they want to see you. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my compliment to you, James, <clears throat> and uh, take this for what it's worth. But actually, I thought if I delayed there, I could think of a good compliment for you. And I've really got nothing this week. So all I'm going to compliment is your incredible flexibility. That it doesn't matter when I say, you have probably, in the two and a half years we've been doing this show, 
probably said, no, I can't do that, maybe twice. Like, it's a rare thing for you to say, no, I absolutely can't do that. So I, I compliment you on being able to, to juke and jive and, and bob and weave and be able to keep up with my schedule. I now feel terrible about myself for not having other things going on when you call. <laughs> this is really, this is a low point for me. Why'd you have to point that out? <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing too important that you can't drop on a dime and be able to record this thing. All right, well, let's get debating here because I need some wine now. <laughs> Okay, so uh, red wine versus white wine. James, the Guam quarter of fate is prepped. What do the sides mean for you? Heads, I'm red. Tails, I'm white. Heads is red. That makes sense to me. It is up, it is down, and it, oops, it is tails. You have white wine. Well, thank goodness this is an easy one because white is is the color of, of cleanliness and purity, and it just oh symbolizes everything it's about. You get yourself a nice, sweet white wine, and life couldn't be better. Uh, my brother recently had a, uh, a wedding, and he bought way too much wine, and I was happy to relieve him of that afterwards, and we worked our way through those bottles one by one, one drunken night. And uh, let me tell you something. The white bottles were amazing. They were sweet. They were flavorful. You could taste the grapes. And the worst bottle we have, the one we actually had to dump out, it was so bad. This was from a nice vineyard. We had to dump it out. was a red. Okay? Reds can be <laughs> disgusting. It's just they, they don't always have the right flavor profile. They get you uh, away from that 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 crisp tartness that the white ones offer. And it, it takes the white ones take care of you on the back end too. If you were to say have too much wine, which I obviously never would because I'm the, I'm the epitome of self-control. But if I were <laughs> to have too much and that wine were to leave my system the way it came in, if you throw up white wine, it's not a big deal. You're not standing anything. If you throw up red wine, that's a marriage ender right there. You ruin the couch. You ruin the carpet. You ruin yourself. You ruin your life. You can't ruin anything with white wine. It is good, harmless fun. And what do you have against that? James, you and I both ruined ourselves long ago when we agreed to do this show. <laughs> so there's nothing a little red wine can't possibly take out that we haven't lost already. By the way, I never thought I would hear James Breakwell utter the words uh, flavor profile. Again. <laughs> wow. Now, red wine, James, that is the wine of red meat, man. Beef, steak, all American kind of food. You get that glass of red wine with that thick, juicy steak. You dump a little red ketchup over the top oh. of it. And the wine, too. Man, you've got a meal fit for a gang. Red wines can go a little sweeter. They can go a little more bitter. You get a stout port that's got a limpid, naive bouquet, but a strong and nutty, kind of an oaky finish to it. Man, that's a good dessert wine. Who are you? Limpid? I don't think I can repeat that phrase. Define what man. limpid means for our fans right now on the spot. <laughs> First of all, I don't have to answer you for anything, James Brickwell. I'm a doctor, Doc oh. I have my own flavor profile, and it is delightful. That's where I'm at. But the red meat, it's all American. And you know who likes white wine? My wife and all of her friends. They like white wine. They go to knitting class and book club and yoga and spin, and they do things in the pool. Now, real men, we watch baseball on TV. We grab a bottle of red <laughs> wine, we pop that cork with our teeth, and we drink it right out of the long neck of that green bottle. That's the way that life is supposed to be. What have you got against 
manhood, James. Man, I would love to see you and your imaginary friends pounding some red wines and watching the game. <laughs> it's going to be a real... Right out of a Buddha bag. A real, real raucous celebration. Well, your wife obviously has better taste than you. We, we, You and I would both agree on that. She prefers white wine. My wife has better taste than me, and she prefers white wine, but I also happen to agree with her. I think everybody, if you were to give them a taste test, would prefer white over red. It just tends to be sweeter, and I think it goes with more things. You don't have to have it with just some sort of meat or you can you can have it with vegetables you can have it with sweet stuff you can have it with cake if you are having cake the wine you want is a white wine and that, that's gonna come up at birthday parties all the time i know why you would oh do you hate birthday parties what's wrong with you steve you're not gonna go toast somebody with a red wine you're gonna use a white wine that's just what you do with the frosting white wine and frosting that is that's heaven wow you don't have a problem james don't what worry. james how friendly you are with your prostate just stop this argument right now (laughs) just call it off (laughs) but there's a ton of research that says red wine and prostate is a match made in heaven and someday james you will be my age getting up to pee four or five six times a night and you're gonna be saying i wish i had chugged that bottle of red wine before i went to bed because that makes the prostate go from the size of a buick to the size of the spare tire it carries in its trunk so that's the other reason that men drink white wine it prolongs your life it makes your heart beat better and your prostate (laughs) we're going down a path that ain't gonna end well the point is from a health standpoint red wine is beautiful and what have you got against longevity and good health okay the health benefits apply to both kinds of alcohol the red and the white that's true yeah it is true also scientists go back and forth on every day they go i've read so many convenience studies that one day they're like oh alcohol will make you live forever the next day alcohol will kill you today (laughs) and they flip flop constantly there was a big thing on red meat somebody came out the other day and said hey actually red meat's good for you then somebody else came out and said those people are paid by the meat industry don't believe them you know what (laughs) i'm just going to keep eating meat because it tastes good the same reason i'm going to keep drinking white wine because it tastes good with all of the good things i like to enjoy in my life it is enjoyed by good people your wife my wife it's enjoyed by me when i'm eating birthday cake it's enjoyed by me under any circumstances if i see a bottle of red wine i'm going to walk by it and grab the bottle of white because it's just it's that that much less likely to be dry. Right? I don't know how you even describe wine as dry, but somehow it just clicks in my head that way. And red wine is so often dry and bitter and unappetizing. And maybe it all goes back to that whole Catholic thing. Have you ever been to a Catholic mass, Steve? Yes. So they do the whole blood of Christ thing, and everybody shares from that same gross cup, and that wi- the wine has to be super alcoholic because, <laughs> like, the divine intervention isn't enough to protect you. You also have to have the alcohol in there to kill the germs of everybody else. And you know what color that gross back that what gross backwash wine is? You know what color it is? It is red. It is as red as as I don't know something that's very red. <laughs> it's just like, a little more diluted every time another person passes. Oh, by. it's gross. Yeah. And that yeah, and they would never do white wine for that because it would be delicious and the first person in line would just finish it off but red wine they're like ew this is disgusting i'm obviously only going to take a tiny tiny sip because they the pope understood when he set up that system boy let's put some red wine in place and the gross flavor will control everything for the rest of us and finally i don't like pulling out this trump card but i have to do it all the time 
You what? again are the guy who who likes well done steaks with ketchup on them, and yeah, that just goes yeah. and 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 red wine goes with that. If you want to be a <laughs> trashy, disappointing person, you get your well done steak with ketchup and your red wine, and you're happy as all of your friends and family leave you because you are just a disgrace to the human race. So that's that's where we're at. Red wine equals ketchup and steak. White wine equals birthday cake and happiness and love. That's all there is my, to it, Steve. My wine, my meat, and my ketchup are all red. All right, roll those dice and give the people a way to vote for Steve this week. This might be your most crushing defeat yet, and I really look forward to it. So if you want to vote... <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be tough to beat last week's crushing defeat, but all right. For James, vote for James, and white wine, vote for 90... If you want to vote for Steve and burn steak and ketchup and whatever he was arguing for today, 27. And if Again? Yeah, that's what it says. And if you want to vote for to throw your vote away, vote for seven. Just seven even. All right. You'd probably be most prudent to vote for Lucky Seven and just don't let either of us win because I obviously have been stealing the, the esteem, the soul of James Breaker all these years, and now he has to lord this over me for a couple of weeks. But if you want to vote for James and just give him a little slice of dignity back, one ounce of wine at a time, vote for 90. If you want to vote for Steve and everything that is good and succulent and good for you, and vote it. for 27. I'm sorry. I'm just going to talk about that. <laughs> Throw your vote away. Vote for seven. We got to get out of here, man. You have watched, lived through, and survived another episode of Wrong and Wrong. Or tune in next week when you'll see us again. Me, Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, and that dude, the exploding unicorn James Breakwell. Tee it up and kick it off. And until then, everybody remember, two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>